Is that what I'm saying? Rough Trade Radio. 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 How's that? Hi, this is George from Rough Trade NYC. I'm here for another episode of Rough Trade Shoplifting. Very excited to have one of the probably most amazing guitar players to ever walk the earth. I hope I'm not laying it on too thick, but we have Richard Lloyd here. Oh, lay it on, <laughs> brother. Lay it on. Richard Lloyd of, of course, television fame, as well as a solo artist in his own right, um, has also popped up on so many great albums here and there. Um, and Matthew Sweet, John Matthew, Doe, Health yes. and Happiness Show. And Richard's here to celebrate the release of his book. Um, That's right. Everything is combustible. And, and it is. <laughs> Except for oxygen. Such a great read. I just finished it a couple oh, days ago. Um, so many things that, oh man, I could ask you about. It. What really struck me about it was how many amazing things that you accomplished before you even joined television. Right. And just how... I had fun. You did. You did. I really you did have up. a great, great childhood and teenage years. And, you know, living Early in... The, the bum, the hobo, 20s, yes. all of that. And mainly living in New York City, going to so many amazing Greenwich shows. Village, forget yep. New York City. Manhattan. Specifically. I didn't leave Manhattan for like 30 years. That, well, I mean, there wasn't any reason to. There was, no, everything, was everything going on there. No, everything comes here. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, that was just, I mean, the, the I was struck by how self-confident you were as like a 17-year-old to, right. to waltz, you know, the great stories about slipping backstage to you know meet some of your idols which i i appreciate i don't have idols uh, well um, absorbing <laughs> influence fair enough uh but the, but the chi chi yes fall you know digesting impressions exactly exactly and absorbing it all which also surprised me because there's a lot of artists that you wouldn't necessarily people might not say oh richard lloyd was clearly what, like Allman Brothers by, yeah. and uh, Dwayne Allman Grateful Dead and Dwayne Allman? Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, we we picked out a few, or you picked out a few records to maybe, like, right. hit up some of those. You told me to shuffle this them. This is shoplifting, so I get these records. <laughs> sure, we'll, we'll work something out. Oh, my out. goodness. There's Jimi Hendrix's Axis Bold as Love. Now, Jimmy was shown this cover. Mm-hmm. They uh, The story goes, he was on tour. And uh, Chas Chandler said, you know, your second record, Axis Bold is Love, what do you want on the cover? And he said, something with an Indian theme. Mm -hmm. And then they showed him this, and he started to weep. (laughs) And they said, what's wrong, Jimmy? And he said, I meant American Indian. Uh, I'm one-eighth Cherokee. But they made him into a Hindu god. I know, it's amazing. Which is probably right. Right. You know, an avatar of the guitar. Yes, he was definitely other otherworldly, and I I love the stories about your friend Velvet. Velvet, yeah. And so he. Do you have his record? We don't. No, you ought to get it. Is because I I I was kind of don't ever say what happened to Velvet in the book. Like he he actually then became a, a counselor against drug use, huh. or not against, but, but to help in right. for seventeen years. He was with one of these houses. Okay. That's great. I mean, in New York, you got to read the book to everyone listening to get the full story on Velvet. But quite a character. Quite. Oh, he was a nut. Yeah. And 
I mean, I love the stories about you. But like Velvet was closer with Hendrix, learned That's some right. of his techniques. He, he was uh, the only guitar student of Jimi Hendrix right. and Jimmy's protege. And then you would basically secondhand get the less like. That's right. Which is fifteen amazing. minutes after. <laughs> So what if you had to pick a track off of Axis Bold well, as Love? Well, Axis is Elf. Axis Bold as Love. Cool. All the colors. Blue is the life blue are the life giving waters taken for granted. Yes. They quietly understand. It makes you makes me tear up. It's he's a beautiful beautiful artist, a beautiful man. Yeah. And what better introduction than that? Anger He smiles towering Shiny metallic purple armor Queen jealousy Envy waits behind him Her fiery green gown Snares at the grassy ground Blue are the life-giving waters Taken for granted They quietly understand Once happy turquoise armies Lay opposite ready But wonder why the fight is on But they're all
right, that was Jimi Hendrix, Guitar God. I'm sitting right here amongst another one. I'm sorry, you probably don't like that. <laughs> That's all right. Thank you. I do. I'm a huge, <laughs> huge fan. I don't think I'm any good yet, Oh, but it. I'm working Stop on it. it every day. I was I, I personally very excited to um, read the chapter about the 92 reunion album, which right. just to get someone's take on it. I just, when that <laughs> came out, it was such a big deal for me. And I mean, I know, you know. In retrospect, I think it's a good record. And it, it was is. great to play those songs live. Yes. Yeah. Incredible. I mean, call Mr. Lee in terms of that's like right. what that's you do a on tour that song. Force. That's his up there with Marky Moon in my book. Like right. The like drama and ferocity and that those solos is right. just like unbelievable. I wish they'd reissue that on vinyl. Well, you know, everyone listening out there, maybe we can do a rough trade exclusive pressing. We should. Uh, that would be who, great. Who owns the rights these days? No, the rough trade is WEA. Well, the rough trade, the label is, is a lot of people make this mistake, is separate ah. from the store. Right. But we as a store have uh, worked with labels to do oh, exclusive you'd pressings. You'd have to get it off of Capital. Well, I mean, Capital we have a, Records. We have a pretty good relationship with Capital. I'll see, oh, what, great. see, if see we can. what you could do. Um, I want a copy. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely get you one. <laughs> um, so uh, how about we move on to your next pick? That's Shuffle right. We got, we got the, b- these guys? you know, never heard of them. everybody, you know, is influenced by the music they heard when they were a teenager and just, you know, couldn't get enough of. I picked the Beatles. Uh, my favorite is Rubber Soul. Mm-hmm. When they f- stopped doing, you know, love songs about, uh, you know, teenage l- love songs. Mm-hmm. I wondered when I first saw them on the Ed Sullivan show how four young men could make such an impact on the world, the whole world, truly, mm-hmm. with the energy of war. Right. You know, the same kind of energy. The whole world was motivated. Right. And we had love-ins and be-ins, and uh, and then the and the Beatles led that whole thing. And I don't think kids could understand it. I mean, there's nothing comparable now. Yeah. Anyway, there's the Beatles with the Rubber Soul. They really branched out and uh, did some incredible stuff. It's I like that album because I feel like it's still there's still a foot in the classic, you know, traditional That's right. pop songs. But like they're just starting to get a little, you know, more experimental with the recording techniques and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's kind of like definitely the you feel it's like the bridges, the gap, you know, between... I have a song called The Word. Uh, well, Maybe I'll get their royalties. <laughs> <laughs> They'll make a big mistake. Well, I mean, and I, send weren't me they on Capital too? There might be... There, you know, that's I mean, right. They're, they're on EMI and then Capital. A, a royalty check. Uh, and of course, they... Yeah. What, do you have a specific pick off of that one? The Word. The Word. That's one of, of my course. favorites. One of my favorites. They say The Word. Yes. Word is love. Here it is. <laughs> the Beatles, the word.
And that was the Beatles. The word. What? One of the things I always I try to. T- you're interesting. You're mentioning how a lot of young people don't understand, and I'm constantly trying to impress upon people about the Beatles. As you're how not old enough to impress them about that that deeply. No, I mean I. You know, I was definitely secondhand. Right. Third, third of course, generation. Older Beatles brothers fan. or so. Yeah, parents exactly, in this exactly. case. But there, I think there's a thing of there is a a small crowd of people that are too cool for the Beatles. Oh, the Beatles. That's I'm right. I was Beatles. a Stones guy when when you had to pick between it's the Beatles and the Stones. My first. I was rec- definitely the Stones guy. My first record store interview. The the first question the manager gave me is that Beatles or Stones. I said Beatles. He said, Oh man, no. <laughs> no, you lose. <laughs> so that is the um, I guess the classic. You know, the pick a side the, right there. The two. I, I, you know, I love them both. You know, we can. It's a, that, that's how I feel. Yeah, I mean, um, so, we, I mean, I, I know it's not one of your picks, but you've crossed paths with Keith too. Oh, sure. And Anita, so maybe. Yeah, you, I know Keith. So, uh, and again. he, you know, he was on the to die list for so long the uh-huh. list died. Right. And, <laughs> and even a coconut couldn't kill exactly. him. Exactly. He's yeah. He he's fell on a coconut, or a coconut fell on his yeah. head. And, you know, he's still kicking. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, he's an amazing man. Yeah. One time I was at his house, and I went to the bathroom, and when I came back, he'd been sitting on a couch when I, like that. When I came back, he was laying on the floor next to the couch to sleep. Right. And I had to go to the kitchen, and he was blocking the way, you know, his body. And I said, what do I do to get to the kitchen? They said, I'll walk over him. <laughs> I said, no way am I walking over Keith Richards to get to a damn kitchen. So I went around the couch the long way. <laughs> Show him and they said, respect. I said, why don't you put him to bed? And they said, well, he'd get very upset. He just wants to be up for five days and then just falls over. And he's that's the way he is. You leave him be. Leave him be. Yeah. Until uh, he wakes up again. My wife reacts similarly when she's Your asleep Your wife on the does couch. that? I'm like, come on, get in bed. She's like, leave me alone. So it's, right. It's very so you sleep alone that night. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, it's happened to me. So this guy who recently Oh, lost, my God. This was one of your next The story picks. of David Bowie's Hunky Dory is that these are outtakes from uh, the Ziggy's mm-hmm. Stardust. Right. And I think it's almost a better record. It, it holds up it's, so well. It's so good. It's kooks yeah you know and uh changes of mm. course famous i used to cover that once in a while you got i think what i love about hunky dory is that it gets um life on mars like you have like queen bitch and songs that have oh, yeah. that nasty ziggy, like they have, glam vibe but also have like his acoustic thing and his you know more well, ziggy is yeah all of these were like that yeah oh you pretty things mm-hmm. amazing I mean, um, I what a talent! I would never. It's so tough to pick a favorite Bowie record, but that would probably be in my top five. I'd definitely put it in my top five. Yeah, I love well, them I, all. You couldn't. I, you know, I'm an early guy. I like yeah. early records from all the artists. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty yeah. much. And uh, the first couple of Davids were just fabulous. Mm-hmm. Was there? A, I mean, did it feels like? Oh wait. I'm trying to think there was anecdotes in the book about you hanging out with some of the main men. Well, people, main men, yeah. I met them in company. L.A., and mm-hmm. then they were in, in New York in Max's Kansas City, right. the back room. And, uh, 
you know, I saw David at San Francisco during the Z- Ziggy, his first tour. Right. Ziggy Stardust, and there were only about 300 people. Right. In this, like, large, the Winterland. Right. And uh, half of them walked out when he went down on Mick Ronson. Right. <laughs> saying, well, I'm not going to listen to no fag. <laughs> and it was, yeah. like, ridiculous. Yep. And then what? Six months later. Oh, three months yeah. later when they played L.A., you couldn't get a ticket yeah. for your leg, you know. It was so wonderful. So what What? What pick do you want to make off of the I'll pick Kooks. Kooks, such a beautiful for, song. It's a great song. Wouldn't you like to hang out with us in life? Exactly, yeah. Mm. you stay in a lover's story if you stay you won't be sorry cause we believe in you soon you'll grow so take a chance with a couple of kooks hung up on romancing will you stay in a lover's story if you stay you won't be sorry cause we believe Soon you'll grow, so take a chance with a couple of kooks hung up on romancing. We bought a lot of things to keep you warm and dry, and a funny old crib on which the paint won't dry. I bought you a pair of shoes, a trumpet you can blow. And a book of rules of what to say to people when they pick on you. Cause if you stay with us, you're gonna be pretty cooking too. Will you stay in a lover's story? If you stay, you won't be sorry. Cause we believe in you. Soon you'll grow, so take a chance with a couple of kooks. I'm up on romancing. They messed up this old fool Don't pick fights with the bullies or the cats Cause I'm not much cop at punching other people's dads And if the homework brings you down Then we'll throw it on the fire and take the car downtown Will you stay in a lover's story? If you stay, you won't be sorry Cause we So take a chance with a couple of kooks I'm up on romancing Will you stay in my lover's story? If you stay, you won't be sorry Cause we believe in you Soon you'll grow So it was David Bowie And David wanted to produce us And he wanted to do a video with us in a boxing ring uh-huh. With bright you know, Klieg lights okay. on us, yeah. black and white. And uh, he wanted to do, produce a record for us. He did dig Iggy and sa- right, instead right, because we right. said no. Yeah. And he did blah, 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 which yeah. is one of Iggy's best records right. as far as I'm concerned. I had a question about Iggy because... Yeah, I did open some shows for him and talked to him about doing a... 
doing a record with him, and then he ended up working with Steve Jones Okay, right. Sex Pistols. Yeah. But I, I thought this was maybe alluding to Iggy, but I was like, he probably would have said it was Iggy, but you talk about um, uh, Raymond's Eric. Raymond's Eric. We yes. were going to put the, a band together, right. too, but this we couldn't get the singer to leave his house. I thought the singer might have been Iggy because in no, Danny Sugarman's book, No, it was Jim Carroll. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay, that cool. would have been a hell of a band. Wow, yeah. Yeah, That's the Catholic boy. It's too late to fall in love with Sharon Tate. But it's too soon to ask me for the words I want called on my tomb. Getting, I'm getting exclusive right here. I that's right. Audio. That's not in the book that it was uh, Jim. Wow. But that's, he, that's at amazing. the time, he he was writing a book. Right, right. And he, he wouldn't leave his house to yeah. rehearse. Wow. Let alone tour. So was that like, that was post-television? Yeah. Yeah, so probably like in the 80s sometime? 90. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That 1990 or something. Wow. No, wait a minute. I don't know when that's it was. Okay. Don't I don't keep... You know, I, I I have this wristwatch, mm. but the hands just go round and round <laughs> and round and round. I never know what day it is. I don't need to know what day of the week it is. I don't even know what year. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I wish I could. Yeah, you know, it's in the itinerary. There you go. Yeah. So, so that's uh, why the book is not entirely chronological. I kind of enjoy that, honestly. And yeah, me too. One of my favorite things about the book, too, which is like I've never had someone acknowledge this, but your first chapter about how you've read so many rock biographies and there's always that those first couple chapters about... About my great-grandfather rode a dump and truck and, yes. uh, you know, <laughs> my great-great-great-uncle was a uh, this or that. Yeah. And it's like, who cares? Yeah, you just got to slog through those. So I, that was so that was such a <laughs> great way to be like, oh, this is going to be good. He gets it. He gets it. So, yeah. And yeah, it's 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 done in a very anecdotal way. And the chapters, like, you know, there's just so much stuff in there. Um, so yeah, I, I yeah, appreciate it's jam packed structure. Yeah, it's. I have people that say, why didn't you put this story in? And I said, well, I got <laughs> or or that story. And I said, well, I got the 400 pages. <laughs> And I thought, you know, I should stop. Right? <laughs> was there was there a point um, that you know how long had you been working on this? Was did you know actually you about a decade? Oh, okay. Because I would just I procrastinate. Yeah. And then I would write a chapter. Okay. And then I'd I'd write down, you know, what the names of the chapters mm -hmm. that I was gonna do. And uh, there's like sixty nine, sixty eight chapters in the book. Right. So. They're all little short vignettes mm -hmm. of different events that happen. And, you know, I'd put it down for a year. And I was looking for a, an editor, and I never got one. Mm -hmm. You know, like David Frick of Rolling Stone. Okay, yeah. I mm -hmm. asked him, and he said, well, I have a voice, and you have a voice, right. and your voice is good enough. You should just write it yourself. And then I went home and got went into a, you know, a... Uh, two-year span of not doing anything huh. and i got another guy i worked with for three years who turned out to be worse at percast worse at procrastination than i am. right right so i finally just hunkered down and did it myself and then i got this publisher mm -hmm. and then uh you know from there well it's great and i think that's very much true it does have your voice and 
yeah the best nobody else's yeah the best autobiographies <laughs> you know have that voice i was just talking to a customer about miles davis's autobiography and it's so uh, visceral because it's in his own words and so that's right that, i think that's and i haven't read that so i'll have oh, to read that good. there's a lot of motherfuckers in it uh, he, like, he knew how to swear when i hit the first motherfucker, i was like okay all right this is yeah. really him you know um you know what's a good book mes uh, mesro Mesra, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the jazz guy. So speaking Bad of jazz. Speaking of jazz or speaking of other, one time we did this audition for Atlantic mm -hmm. and Jerry Wexler, the the vice president, wanted to sign us really bad television. Mm -hmm. And the little guy, the Turkish guy, Ahmed Erdogan, who was the boss, said to Jerry, and I overheard him say, Jerry, I can't sign this, this band. This is not eighth music. <laughs> <laughs> and Sun Ra is not Earth music either. It's man. cosmic, yeah, I know. It's cosmic. I, it's funny because that's why I was trying to think of a word of like some of the your perspective in a lot of the book. It does seem to be otherworldly, much like a Sun Ra. Oh you, my you God! You think of things in a different yeah. way. It seems like you've always kind of been wired that way. So well, it seems fitting to pick a Sun Ra. One time in the '60s, I went to see Sun Ra at the in. Um, Central Park mm -hmm. at the bandstand yep. and he had a hundred musicians he had like 60 sax players and mm -hmm. 40 drummers oh my god and they and about 20 minutes into whatever they were playing yep. I started to hear voices of like people I knew oh, and wow. of you know my uh, forebears oh, who wow. had died that I knew their voices talking to me and i was hallucinating wow. audio hallucination right. listening to sun ra so i'll listen to this record and you know i get flashbacks wow of that you know he's like conjuring trance music that's beautiful it's so great so this is off of uh sun ra's jazz and silhouette how about we do on uh, the opening track enlightenment um enlightenment saturn you know any of them <laughs> but but uh, that's great He's enlightenment. He's enlightened a lot of us, so uh. that's for sure. He enlightened me. <laughs> Thank you. 
that was Sun Ra. We've been enlightened. Um, <laughs> now I'd love for Richard to enlighten us uh, with something from his solo years. Well, when I left the band Television, I was in the middle of recording uh, an album that I really love called The Radiant Monkey, mm-hmm. which was about man's transition from a uh, decadent and depraved monkey, mm-hmm. which is on the front, to the radiant monkey on the back. Um, and because m- nobody gets to heaven by heading there, right. only by backing out of hell, mm-hmm. as a famous <laughs> line. And so I did the Radiant Monkey, and I played all the instruments, and I uh, arranged the drums as well. Right. Had a drummer, and I got to play bass, and and I love the record. And uh, so, of course, I picked one of my own. Well, that's great. What what track do you want to feature off of there? Well, you like uh, Here She Comes. Here She Comes. Yeah. So why don't we play that? Excellent. Oh. Here she comes, coming off Richard Lloyd's The Radiant Monkey. And uh, before we go, I'll just say, Richard, thanks so much for swinging Oh, you're by. welcome. Thanks for the records. No, love, the, love the book. <laughs> <laughs> love the book. And um so excited to uh, see what happens next for you. I'm, uh, oh, thank you. I'll be back in April. Mike, but April, excellent. April well, 6th at the Bowery Electric here in Manhattan. Excellent. Well, then and then we're doing a Northeast tour. I'll be at the Bowery Electric show. Look forward excellent. to that one. Well, say hello when you get there. I will, I will. All right. If you can reach the backstage, you know. (laughs) I'm going to use the Richard Lloyd power of uh, persuasion. Come to soundcheck and ask to be on a guest list. Act like I'm supposed to be there. Well, that works. (laughs) All right. Thanks so much, Richard. You're welcome.
Trade Radio. Blood, the new album by Rai. Available in store and online at roughtrade.com. subscriptions help to support what we do so if you like what you hear then please rate us on itunes